Hello and welcome Success Grid Nation to this new episode of the Success Grid Podcast with your host Hussain Talib. In this episode, I am speaking with Rinaldo Santana. He helps small business owners secure millions in free advertising grants so they can educate more people, empower more lives and gain massive competitive advantage in the marketplace. So if you want to learn more about this, you have got to listen to this episode. Also, don't forget to follow and subscribe the show, and it will be greatly appreciated if you leave a review on iTunes. Hopefully, you enjoy this episode. Ronaldo, welcome to the Success Great Podcast. Hussein, thank you very much for having me here, and thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. Awesome, awesome, Chavir. So, first, tell us what is it that you your career or entrepreneurial path was to reach the point where now you help businesses get. What we are going to talk about here, which is getting basically free advertising grants. This is what you call it. Yes. So I'm um, happy to answer that. So the past 13, 14 years, uh, I've been working in the technology fields and uh, I've had the opportunity to work for corporations, work for small, medium businesses, startups, and also now nonprofits. Uh, so I've had the opportunity to understand different pain points how companies are run, how it feels to be a business owner and one of the different pain points that an owner goes through and the different headaches and the different hats that one has to wear. And basically, uh, you know, when COVID happened, I saw, you know, so many business owners shut down their doors, uh, you know, laying off workers left and right, uh, their budgets being slashed in half or more than half. It was very terrifying, very sad. Uh, and, you know, I wanted to create something that would impact 1 billion people uh, through technology. Mm. Um, and I came across this, you know, this model where I think when COVID hit, more and more people were online, right? Around the world. Because when uh, they were, TikTok, but they were watching Netflix, I guess. So they were watching Netflix and TikTok. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but for those folks who were doing door door knocking or you know doing any sort of marketing, it was very hard. Um, and you know, I thought about we should I should remind people or we should all remind people the importance of giving before you're receiving. I think during this hard time, we should all come together and help each other grow. And I've been someone, you know, I'm second generation here in the US. I've done many things, you know, as becoming a, an author, going for my doctor degrees, um, going to college. Uh, so many things I've done in my life that is to leave a legacy behind an impact. And I want to make sure that, you know, with Impact NX, I will make big change, big impact to many business owners out there. So everything really started when I, uh, you know, I met a gentleman uh, in my office who knew a lot about Google, Google Grants. And I'm like, what's that? How do you get unlimited advertising? And, you know, he said he, he does it for nonprofits to help them get, you know, $10,000 of advertising credits per month to grow their, their nonprofits. And I'm like, quite interesting. I think um, we can scale that up. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start a business to help people out there, help many businesses out there um, to give before they receive, get access to this grant and do some big impact. Uh, so he joined me. Um, I was kind of the first one to use this in, in that scenario. I, uh, in 2020, I got laid off to my job. I had a, mm. uh, a virtual reality job and uh, I incorporated a real estate company um, to do consulting. Um, and 
to get this grant, uh, the gentleman told me, you know, Ray, you have to be able to educate people um, so you can get this grant. So you're looking at someone who has no experience in real estate by doing technology. And I had to teach people about how to implement technologies into real estate. And that's what I did. I had a, a nonprofit called REI Authority, and I was educating people on real estate investments, how to use technology to use that to your leverage. And I got this grant from Google, right? And I started promoting that course everywhere. And I got emails, leads every day about partnerships, about working together, about questions. I mean, my, my uh, I guess my authority figure was growing up. My trustworthiness with investors was growing up. And I'm like, you know what? This, this is great. This definitely has to be a business. So I incorporated Impact Annex with the mindset of, you know what? For each people I help, I want to make sure that they understand that they have to give before they receive. So by giving, it can be educating people on pain points, educating people on your product, on your service. And that's where kind of things really blew up for me. Um, family, friends, uh, businesses worldwide. And uh, here we are on this podcast, you know, sharing about this because it's very impactful, and very useful for many business owners. So from what I get, is it this available for businesses in general or is it available for businesses that are let's say non-profit oriented mm. how is it exactly work good question so this program from google ad grants has been around since 2003 it's meant only for non-profits that have a 501c3 status in the united states right now google has a partner called TechSoup, which TechSoup is available worldwide in different countries so anyone that has a tech soup in their country can certainly apply for this group of grant as well. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that they require is to have that 501c3, but you cannot be a school, you cannot be a university, you cannot be a hospital or a healthcare center. Uh, Google has a separate program for those folks, but anybody else is qualified for this grant, okay? Um, and uh, like I mentioned, that is 10,000 per month. And as long as you do your annual filing with your nonprofit, the grant keeps renewing itself over and over every single year. Now, what makes Impact Enix unique is that we go out and seek for-profit owners to help them become a social purpose-driven organization, an impactful organization. And we do that by helping them to incorporate a nonprofit. And then once we get them the nonprofit, we get them the Google Grant. And then once we give them the Google Grant, they have access to our team for support, and to help them scale up by using uh, good strategies, best practices, by using funnels, you see? So we have for-profit organizations, and we also help those nonprofits that are currently existing that need help to get the grant and um, to scale up. Because I'll be honest, uh, Hussein, Google doesn't provide great support on the grants. Um, I've probably spent over $75,000 my first year on this business to perfect it and understand the whole process because there's different things that you can do wrong without you noticing and get your grant suspended by Google and not ever reactivating that grant again. Because once you lose it, you, you lose it forever. So um, I had to go through all the roadblocks, challenges to understand everything. Mm-hmm. But that's great. You mentioned like it's 10K a month and it's basically keeps renewing if you are, uh, with the guidelines of what a nonprofit is doing, right? With the guidelines of Google ads, what's, what's it going to? 
that that's amazing that 10k a month that will if it's going to continuous basis like you mentioned for uh, one two three four five years that will accumulate to like maybe 500k or a million or whatever it is so that's a big boost for for this sector of business for the non-profit yeah. this type of non-profit is that too yeah so this is also where our value add comes in as impact annex now that you have your nonprofit, now you have your grants. Now what? Right? It's like, okay, now what? And that's where we come in where we help you on how to create that nonprofit. So it matches up with your for-profit. So you can leverage both and use both to grow. Right. So I'll explain how that how that looks like for an example. Uh, basically, let's say you have um, a for-profit business. Uh, where you do, um, you know, real estate transactions. Okay, you'll open up a for-profit, a non-profit business. Sorry, a non-profit focused on, let's say, real estate learning academy. Where all you have to do in this non-profit is just to educate people on non-profit. It can be investments, it can be flips, development, uh, raising capital, you name it. Educate people on it. Once you have your campaign set up on your non-profit, and you bring all that traffic to your website, a nonprofit. People are going to give you their contact information in exchange to have access to your content. Now your content can be a video, it can be a presentation, a webinar, it can be a podcast, uh, it can be an article, blogs, it can be a, a, a virtual event, you name it, there's many possibilities, but they receive the content. As people listen or see you and what you're doing, what you're teaching, the trust is building. The credibility mm -hmm. is building. The authority figure is building. The social impact that you're doing worldwide because it's online, it's also building. And once people give you this information, their contact information, you have two options. You can either dump them into a newsletter or they keep being neutered, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then slowly they convert over to your clients. Or B, you contact them say, hey, who's that? I saw that you saw my workshop um, on how to flip a business. Uh, let me know if you need any help or support. Happy to help you out. And your email signature can have both your for-profit name information and your nonprofit, right? What's going to happen is that people are going to feel educated on a nonprofit that they want your help or they want to invest with you. And that's where you service them through your for-profit. So in, in summary, you have a nonprofit where you educate people on what you do and how you help them. And then your for-profit is where you service them and partner up with them and invest with them, right? Now, what's great about that is that, again, it, it grows your nonprofit. It makes you look really good. You, you stand up from your competitors. If you think about it, how many competitors have their own nonprofit versus them donating to charity? Very mm -hmm. little, right? And then on the for-profit side of things, um, you're servicing, you're growing your, your revenue, you're supporting your financial bottom line and you're growing, right? So they both work hand to hand. Now. Mm -hmm. We, I'm sure you guys are wild right now, but that's not the biggest wow, because if you're in the US and you have these two organizations working hand to hand, there's many, many tax incentives. Tax and incentives, tax, yeah, okay. That's right. So whatever money you invest into your nonprofit, you can get that reimbursed back to you, which is great. Number two- so that, that, that would be the tax, Returns would be for only for the nonprofits. It does not involve the personal taxes or if the owner owns a business, for example, a bakery or a restaurant. 
So if your for-profit is a restaurant and you have a nonprofit that's similar, that talks about food and restaurants, then yes, they're both go hand to hand. So if I pick up the phone call, hi, I'm Ronaldo from, you know, Ronaldo CEO, for-profit company, and also nonprofit. And I, t- I speak to you about both my nonprofit and for-profit. And at the end of that phone call, if you don't donate, if you don't buy nothing from me, I can write off my time through my nonprofit, right? Mm-hmm. There are many instances where people write off 40 hours of their work week through the nonprofit because the work that they're doing is related to their nonprofit, you see, even though they're on a for-profit, right? So I, I advise folks who are listening, if you get the nonprofit, I say get yourself a good CPA, a good tax person, because there's many ways to save money by leveraging your nonprofit and your for-profit. And I tell folks, this is nothing new. Uh, many capitalism uh, people out there, capitalist people out there, use this uh, type of technique. Uh, if people go online and Google, you know, celebrities or politicians that have nonprofits, you'll be blown away. And I can guarantee at least yeah, that to, reduce, to reduce the taxes. Yes, we do those taxes and have bigger impacts, right? Uh, because anyone can become also an influencer through this process by just teaching online about a certain topic. You'd be known for that, right? Mm-hmm. So many folks have foundation nonprofit for that reason, because they want to help people. They want to make impact. But most importantly, they pay little to no taxes. And this is one of those ways. In my job, someone who grew up in a poor environment, right, uh, I want to help the little guy grow. And I want to make sure that as, as I keep going high in the income bracket, and I learn from all these, you know, wealthy individuals. I want to share that knowledge with everybody. Everybody. I want to give back. Yeah, and like I said, my goal is to impact one billion people, one impact. Um, one billion, you're talking about one billion people. So you're talking about like maybe 15%, maybe to 20% of the global population. So that's a huge number. It's a huge number. I can't do it alone. Who's saying I can do it with you, with your podcast? But people who are listening, I mean, let's say you, you may not, people who are listening, you may not give me a business, which is okay. But the fact that you listen to this, you learned, and you maybe you start your own nonprofit two, three, four years because of this nonprofit, you're part of that change. You know, you're part of that impact because I want more business owners to give before they receive by having a nonprofit and educating people. Because think about in the third world, I'm sure they have YouTube and they're listening or they're Googling, searching, and they find your website and they have access to your content. You're changing a life and you may not even know it. Um, so the more we do this, the more good we do to our own economies as well, creating new jobs, new opportunities, empowering people to create a better world out there. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to do. So, so why, do, why do you believe, why do you believe personally helping people and having an impact on people's life is the way to go? So I can tell you this, Hussein, in my 20s, I think since college, I've been always chasing after money mm. uh, because of where I come from. I mean, I, I was born in, a, I was born here in Massachusetts. My family came from the Dominican Republic, which is a third world country, uh, poor, poor. And, um, you know, growing up, I've always wanted to achieve a lot. I always wanted to make sure that my parents were okay and we have enough money. So I've always been chasing money, money, money. But what I've learned is that when you chase money, in return, you get no happiness, and sometimes you get failure many, many times. Mm. But when I started thinking differently in terms of, you know what, forget about money. Let's think about being fulfilled. Let's think about just helping, just giving, and let money come to me naturally. That's when things really begin to happen, believe it or not. Mm. And my thinking started like this. I say 
back in 20, 2017, when I started traveling around the world, I lived in Mexico for a year and a half. I went to Venezuela, Colombia, um, Canada, uh, just other countries like this, right? Third world, second world. You change your way of thinking because you see life in different perspectives. You begin to become more humble. You begin to understand that, you know, I'm happy with, with a little bit that I have. I'm so happy because that's what I saw in other people's eyes and their lives in these poor countries that they had a small home. They didn't have too much food, but whatever they had, they were content with. And that was awesome. And it came to a point where I was also content with what I had. I didn't have Mercedes. I didn't have a Lamborghini. I didn't have anything. Uh, I was in a little small place in Mexico trying to work on my startup. And uh, that really humbled me. So from that point on, I really, my, my perspective changed a lot. And now that I'm focused on helping people uh, first, money's coming automatically. And with that money, now I'm giving it to my own nonprofit called ESG Housing Inc., where we're looking to build affordable housing for people worldwide by using robots, uh, otherwise known as 3D printing, where a single family house can be built within one week. That's how fast it can be built. Um, and we can help meet demand in different places. Uh, we can use now materials from waste, materials that will last longer, that's stronger against tornadoes or hurricanes. Um, so the vision is big. Impact and it just plays a small part because as I build these communities of 3D printed homes, Impact Enix wants to sponsor tenants to have their own for-profit or non-profit. And we're going to sponsor them to have the organizations. We want them to have access to resources, entrepreneurship resources, so they can feel empowered to make their own money and not rely on the government. Because mm -hmm. many folks in 2020 and other years relied on government and government wasn't ready. And people were, were homeless, had no food, had no work, nothing. Because we relied on the government. Well, mm. I think it's important that we take control of our destinies and our lives. Yeah. And if we give people the right tools, they can build something if we help them and guide them. So Impact Enix is just part of that vision um, that I have with the nonprofit. So do you think that, for example, success is, like you mentioned, it's about fulfillment? It's, it's not just the money because, like you mentioned, when you keep pursuing the money, sometimes it's... As much as you want to go faster after it, it's it's it speeds up more than you and you can catch it. So do you think that for business owners or entrepreneurs in general or any person who is listening, a regular person, success is like being happy and being fulfilled, being having a little bit of having gratitude for what they have also? I would say yes, Hussein. And most importantly is, when you leave this world, what will you leave behind? Would it be money, which is just paper? <laughs> or would it be a legacy or an impact that people keep impacting over and over and over, you know? So that's a question that we, all, we should all ask ourselves. It doesn't matter where you are, but when you leave this world, what will you leave behind? And what do you want to leave behind, you know? Mm. I think that will kind of detect what is success for you. What would you personally, from your you're starting out uh, uh, Impact Annex. What would you say or give advice to someone trying to pursue their, for example, let's say career or their dream? What What is it that they should be focusing on and things that they should neglect and not look at? Well, number one, I have to say is we're all scared of something. Some of us may not admit it, may not show it. We're all scared of something. And I know we all have fears, 
But I do want to mention a new definition for fear for those folks who are listening. Look at fear as face everything and rise. Face everything and rise. It's very powerful in your mindset because next time you feel scared about a certain challenge, a certain goal, a certain phase in your life that you want to go to, rather than approaching it with, oh, I'm scared I'm going to fail or I'm scared it's going to happen, face up to the challenge and rise and go after it. Because I can tell you that in my life, I felt many times when I wasn't comfortable, I had a shift, I had to make a move or else I would have been stuck in the same circle over and over and over. Now, some friends and family were against that, but I had to push right through it. And when I did it and I succeeded, everybody was like, oh, wow, he did it. Oh, my God, look at that. Now let's listen to him because he's smart. <laughs> so sometimes you have to go against your own people that you love, and that's tough. But I'm here to tell you that it's completely normal and it's okay. You are the CEO of your life and your body, and you can make the decisions. Um, I think for anyone who wants to pursue something, it's important to have a plan in place, um, have a one big goal, and then have, you know, three to six mini goals, approaches to get to that goal. I think sometimes we want to eat the apple really big and we have to take small chunks, little by little, not overnight, but little by little. I tell folks, you know, take one day at a week. It can be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour or more, but start one day a week, at least 10 minutes and focus on self-development. It can be read an article, read a book, work on a, you know, training or something, but little by little and to get used to that discipline and then you keep growing it. That way, every single month, you're improving yourself, you're preparing yourself to get closer to what you wanna have in your life, dreams and goals, you see? So do you, th do you think, or what tools, or do you think resources you personally use to, let's say, accelerate your success or help you along the way? Like you mentioned, maybe books yes. or seminars. What is it that you, what helped you uh, do that what you what you want to do so number one there's an app called headway h-e-a-d-w-a-y headway is an app that has a lot of books and i like them because if you're someone like me which i don't like to read 200 300 pages uh even though i have to do it now for my doctor degree but um this app breaks down books into a quick 5 10 50 minutes either you read it or it, it speaks it to you and it takes away all the fluff and leaves you with the key bullets, the key information from those books. And you learn so much in those five, 10, 50 minutes. So that's a good way to have it on your phone. There's notifications to remind you. Um, that's great, that's number one. Number two, uh, there's Khan Academy. Uh, Khan Academy is a website to give people training on math, all types of math from kindergarten all the way up to like physics or something, really up there. Uh, there's edx.org, uh, coursera.org. These are companies, you know, from MIT, Harvard, that Ivy schools give you free training, free courses that you can take in your free time whenever you want to. And it can count for real credits at the end when you finish. So those, those are the things you can improve yourself on. Um, I remember in Mexico when I was doing a speaking uh, engagement, uh, so uh, one of the students told me that there's a nine years old boy who has about two, three master's degrees at nine years old. And they asked the little boy, uh, how, how are you so smart? How did you get so many degrees? He's like, I just, I'm on YouTube every day, just looking at videos and listening and learning, you know? So it's just to show you that 
even a little boy can learn so much off of YouTube, which is free. So things we have to be disciplined, folks. We got to leave the, you know, I'm not saying leave Netflix because I, I love Netflix too, but, you know, do one Netflix series episode and then one YouTube video that's educational, you know, work it out. But uh, fit in there something educational from YouTube. Uh, it could be a new language, uh, a new skill set. I think we also have to challenge yourself more. Go out there and try new skill sets, new hobbies. Uh, learn more about yourself because uh, if you keep doing the thing, same thing over and over, you may never know what your potential really is. You know, I learned that as a young age that you're more than you think you are. Uh, and if you put yourself, you'd be surprised at what limitations you really have. Considering anyone who is wanting to build a business or even anything in life that you want to start, it's sometimes at the beginning is, I think, is tough, right? So what wish that you knew before you start? What wish? Let me think about that. Well, I mean, I wish I would have learned a lot more about nonprofits than when I started the business because it's one of those things where you start a business and you have to learn as you go. And as you learn as you go, that means you have to make a lot more errors, mistakes, and pay a lot more money um, because of, of your failures. So um, I can tell you nonprofit, so many beneficials, so many advantages to having one. But let me tell you, it is a different beast. And it's like a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> There's a lot. There's always a lot to learn with the nonprofit and the for-profit. I have I've had many for-profits, uh, but now I have my own personal nonprofit and uh, I help other people with nonprofits as well. And I can tell you that the learning curve uh, it took me a while, but as I keep discovering, keep digging, there's a lot of ways to save money on your taxes for investors, for business owners. There's a lot of great benefits, and soon I'll have a mastermind set up each quarter where I'm going to bring in you know tax experts, uh, lawyers. Uh, nonprofit lawyers, nonprofit experts to come in and educate my clients on more ways to save money and leverage your for-profit nonprofit uh, to 10x your impact, but also to pay little to no taxes. Um, so it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good, that's, that's good. You're bringing you're bringing people, more people to help you and help help the clients you are with that to even even like let's say get money some of them and some of them also save money so it's like working exactly. both both ways getting more and paying less to the- <laughs> exactly that, that's it it's a win-win i was trying to make it win-win for everybody you know yeah. Uh, yeah. but that's the best way to share that knowledge with folks yeah exactly yeah, that's great so uh, what are your future plans for what you are doing now So future plans is always to expand. Um, What I'm doing now in the U.S., this same model can fit in other countries where TechSoup exists. TechSoup is that uh, Google partner that validates nonprofit that gives you the Google grant, right, the token. Um, So it's doing more of a JV or finding more partners worldwide uh, that we can collaborate, implement the same model, and impact more folks in those countries. Because what's great about Google is that is $10,000 of USD. So if you're in Colombia, I mean, that's basically 30, 40 million dollars, oh, sorry, 30, 40 million pesos uh, per month, which now you're you're playing with the big boys, right? Or, you know, the corporations. So you can do some big damage in a good way, right? So there's many ways to expand this business. It's just finding those right partners in those different countries and implementing this model and now impacting those folks. And that's kind of how, you know, it'll help to reach that 1 billion 
is expanding this to other people worldwide. So now for the people who are listening or already listening, how they can look into this and especially the nonprofits look into this and get these kind of uh, grants. What are yeah. the steps? So basically, if number one, uh, you could go to, uh, you can Google search Google Ad Grant for nonprofits, and Google's website that talks about this nonprofit will show up. It will tell you all the steps needed for this, uh, which basically that is uh, have a nonprofit with you know charity status or 51c3, apply to TechSoup, um, have your website ready. Uh, TechSoup gives you that token. With that token, you apply for Google. Um, grants. Google takes a few days, look at your website, paperwork, they approve you, you open up your Google ad account, and then you can start creating your campaigns, right? That's it. That sounds easy. They make it sound easy, uh, but <laughs> many folks uh, get stuck and that's where we come in. Uh, we provide that support. Uh, we give you the knowledge. We manage your ads. If you need to, uh, if you know anything about Google ads or you can't find someone, you can outsource that to us. We'll manage that for you. And we'll also give you access to how to scale up and give you best practices and do's and don'ts. Because like I mentioned, first year I failed so many times because Google didn't tell me that I wasn't supposed to add a debit card, credit card to the end of the account. Uh, Google didn't tell me that if I don't use it in 60 days that they will suspend my, my account. Um, so there's, there's, there's different things that Google doesn't tell you that I had to learn on myself and kind of start writing those uh, best practices, those do's and don'ts. And I share that with my clients so that they don't have to go through what I went through. Um, and only that, because I've done it so many times, you know, we can guarantee the grant. We can also guarantee the 51C3 status here in the U.S., uh, which is really, really powerful to say. But uh, we made it happen. So uh, that's how uh, we do it from A to Z. And uh, to get more information, just Google search with Google Ad Grants. So you personally, Ronaldo, what is it something that you like to do for fun or something that is would be a shocking fact about you that we might would like to know about you. Yeah, sure. So I sing and I play the trumpet. Um, really? I've been, uh, <laughs> yeah, since the age of seven, I've been playing the trumpet. And, um, you know, you can see me on YouTube. I'm also, uh, I was a guest conductor or a conductor at Boston College. Uh, so you can say that I love music very, very much, close to my heart. And, um, you know, I thought I was going to be a music teacher growing up. But uh, things change. But the cool thing is that I still keep it close to my heart. Um, I have a piano here. I have two trumpets. I have a, a little baritone. Um, so I still I still stay in the music environment. Tomorrow I'm going to a uh, a concert, a band camp concert that I was part of for six years from age. Uh, you know, I was age 13 to age 17. I was part of that camp, and uh, I go back every year because I, I do support the arts and music, and I will continue to do that. Uh, so music is part of me, and uh, it's part of my. Uh, you can say life and going forward, you know, as I grow up in business, I want to keep giving back to music and arts. I think it's really important for children to have that education as they grow up. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think when we are talking here, do you think we missed something that I missed something that I don't know about that you can uh, shed the light on again? Uh, well, I think you hit all the aspects. Um, I think if people want to get in contact with me, I think that's important. Um, they can visit my website at impactnx, that's A-N-N-E-X dot com. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn, uh, Ronaldo Santana. I'm taking a picture with uh, Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of Apple. 
So if that helps, two chubby guys. And um, uh, that's basically it. If you're a nonprofit, for profit, you need help to make more impact, have uh, access to advertising. I'm your man for that. And if you're someone who's listening that maybe you're thinking about becoming a philanthropist and you want to start giving back, uh, I can say that you can start today. Don't wait to. I was one of those people who said, I'm going to wait until I make this much money so I can now become a philanthropist and help people. Well, you, you know what? You don't have to wait. Uh, you can start today um, for your ph philanthropic goals uh, through a nonprofit. And I'm happy to work that with anyone. Okay. We learned the new things. So hopefully some people will benefit from this. And uh, as you mentioned, if more people want additional help, they can check out your website in backanish.com, right? Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.